0: Welcome to the Plainfield Christian Church Podcast. We hope that the message today encourages you. Today's podcast comes from our weekly Facebook Live broadcast called Weekday Chat. To tune in live and interact with us online, join us during your lunch on Facebook, Wednesdays at noon. Enjoy today's podcast.
1: joined us for our midweek meeting called Weekday Chat. Every Wednesday we like to get together and uh, just talk briefly about where we've been and where we're headed. My name's Kyle. It's good to be with you.
0: And my name's Steve, and we are glad you're here as well. And if you have any comments or questions, feel free to write them below and send them all. We can answer them right here online or get to back to you later. We just appreciate you taking a few moments to tune in. So this past month, we have really enjoyed being in the 23rd Psalm. I've never meditated on that Psalm to the degree that we have this month, and I hope it's been encouraging to you. I think we needed it at this particular time. Uh, reminding it who, who is Leading us, who is sensitive to us, he knows our needs, and uh, so this has been a challenge to us also. Because anytime we spend time in the Word, even if it's something familiar like Psalm 23, Mm -hmm. it's always it's always fresh because life is always changing, right? Exactly. And so Luke uh, Sunday challenged us about the good shepherd who who protects us. Mm And he has these two instruments. He has a rod and he has a staff to bring us in, a rod of correction. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all know about correction, right? Oh, yeah. You have rules in your house growing up. I imagine you did. And were you a rule breaker? (laughs) Were you a rule follower or were you a rebel? No.
1: I was a rule follower. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I, I bet mean, you broke some rules. Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's definitely rebellion streaks. Um, can you can you think so, of a, a rule you broke? Yeah, you know, one of the uh, give two quick ones because I don't think either one of them are um, entertaining by any means. But one is, you know, definitely our language. You know, like oh, bad yeah. words, cuss words. You know, these are certain words off limits. And I had said what I would classify as a bad word. Um, in, in, a, in a friend's uh, car on the way home. And once I said it, I remember my brother gave me a look like, well, you just said that? <laughs> and I remember I instantly just, I, I have to confess this to mom, you know, and, and so I went home and, and, and I told mom, but, but I couldn't just stop crying, you know, and I had to get it out and I, I said this bad word. And and, <laughs> and so just I remember that being like the way we talk, but more importantly, it was lying do not lie, but I got to cash in on a brother three years older than me, and I got to see the severe consequences of what happens Lying. if you do. So that kind of helped me out. And I was yeah. like, I am not, you know, we're not going to lie. So being uh truthful with everything, I just, I really found like, no, that really is the best way to go. If you're you're right. going to be in trouble, be truthful. But um yeah, what about you? What, what rules oh, did you break? Oh man, for it? yes, and I was a rule follower too. But I, I, I one of them.
0: There's two that, that really stand out to me, okay. and one was also about language. And we mm-hmm. were in the car. My dad was driving. I had a yo-yo. I mean, it's so vivid to me oh. still. I was probably seven, maybe, and I, I did this yo-yo, and I took God's name in vain. Oh. I went, oh, <laughs> that, that string is long. And I thought my dad was going to crash the car. Oh my. And he said, what did you say? I said, that string's really young. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, I heard what you said. Never, ever speak God's name like that again. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never did after that because I realized yeah. what I had just done in this great offense. And I'm thankful for my dad correcting me that way. Oh and I remember also my dad worked evenings typically. But he always believed in the family supper table, Mm. and so his shop was like five minutes away, and so the whistle there would blow at 8.30 at night, Mm -hmm. and he'd be at our table by 8.35... And I better be there too. It's time for supper, and he'd leave at five till nine to get back to work. We'd had twenty minutes at the table, and my brother had this whistle that everybody knew. He it was so loud, and if they heard there was a, uh, Stevie, you better get home. Your brother's whistling, you know. And if we didn't, we had to do the dishes if we oh, weren't there. Yeah. And I remember just ignoring that whistle one time. Oh, it'll be okay. And boy, not good. <laughs> I, I never wash dishes again. That's all. It, that's all it took. Right. That's before dishwashers, you know. Oh yeah, did everything by yeah. hand. But you yeah, yeah. There,
1: there's consequences, right? Oh, absolutely. So, in the realm of following Jesus, trying to live to honor God, have you felt has? It, A a time in your life or a situation where you really felt like God was correcting you? A time in my life. Let me think. I'll have (laughs) to really think about About every day,
0: Kyle. About every day, there's something. Mm. There's there's a couple that are more striking to me. Uh, Several years ago, I was doing a wedding here, and I saw a guy I hadn't seen in a long time. He had his girlfriend with him, and... uh, uh, he mentioned they was living with her. I said, "Oh, you know better than that." And he wrote me an email letter uh, later, really telling me what that meant to him in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And you know he was right, and it took me a while to get there, but I realized mm-hmm. my truth was right, mm-hmm. but the way I presented it was totally wrong and mm-hmm. ungracious. Yeah. And that same—that that has often been my problem. When God has corrected me, it's my tongue, it's your tongue. because the Bible says, "Let your t- let your oh, l- your man, yes. your uh, language always be seasoned with grace." Right? And Great. I miss that so often. Mm-hmm. And so, not long ago, I was with a woman, an older woman who's not a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, she believes in God, and. Um, we had met for coffee, and this the second time we had met. And I, I really, I really love this woman. She's, got, she's has so many great qualities, mm-hmm. but it's just she has trouble with Jesus and believing the Bible. Yes. And so when I went back to the table with coffee, you know, um, she looked up before I sat down, and she said, "So if I don't believe what you believe, am I going to hell?" I said, "Yes." Maybe. And I was right. But I didn't have to say it that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I could have sat down and just said, you know, l- let me just be clear. Mm-hmm. You know, I, this is not about what I believe. Mm-hmm. This is about truth and about who Jesus is. Yeah. I should have approached it that way. Yeah. Uh, I, I was right. But, you know, you can be right in such a wrong way. Oh, yeah. And God has corrected me over, especially in preaching. When I'm mm-hmm. preaching, I've often been corrected by God later Because I said something more in a scolding fashion than in a shepherd fashion. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is so good about meeting us and loving us to himself, you know. Right where we're at. So, man, even saying those things really uh, embarrasses me and makes me want to cower because I've I've handled things so wrongly so many times. Mm. How about you?
1: Yeah. Um Always a question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, you need help, don't you? Yes. I
1: do. (laughs) It's about when you've been wrong and God's corrected you. Yeah. Um, Well, uh, there was a, you know, just my whole time when I I spent um, just kind of professing faith and, you know, with my... Maybe my 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 lips, but my actions not not meaning it. My, just my whole first year at a university, um, even packing up and getting ready to move down uh, to college uh, down in Evansville for the year. Um, I just felt this gentle correction happening, and I knew that God was um, just really working on me, getting me back to know, living like I knew I, I I should be living. And and it, but as I always loved to relive that and and dwell upon that. It it was such a clear, the whole year was just this correcting of you don't want to go do that anymore. You you, you need to be living like this. And and so that correction felt so just like we've been talking about all month long with the Good Shepherd. It's just, I see it clearly um, how he was, he was pulling me out, correcting me. But Steve, like you, I mean, you know, what What I love about the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ is it frees us to just be humble and open and transparent about not having it uh, right all the time. And right. the correcting that I right. I feel, you know, on a day-to-day basis is sometimes the way I just talk to my own boys. Right. Um, it's easy to get frustrated over just silly things, or or maybe if I I snip at one of them, or or even my wife, you know, later I'll just feel God correcting me, like, who? You're setting the tone for this house, and that's really how you're going to talk? I mean... Sure. It's ridiculous. It's often our know? speech, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah, it yeah. is for me. I, yeah. My tongue gets me in trouble. Well, like James says, I mean, just a, a a tongue, I mean, it can just set a spark that sets a whole blaze of hell. Right. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I, I hate it when I hurt people. And I yeah. know I do. Right. By the way I say things. And um, mm-hmm. So, if you're watching, it's been you, please forgive me. <laughs> you know, I mean that. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't ever sure. want to hurt anybody by words. Right. So, we have this staff and rod, you know, this... Yeah. Uh, God does discipline us, right? Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah. So, w- why is it, why is it so important to understand this that God works this way, and how should we receive it? Discipline and correction. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Because I think I think discipline and correction are necessary, um, just because self will and self pleasure are monsters. They are. And if I'm left to that, uh, you don't want to be around me. Um, it, it won't be, be good. Self uh, Discipline and correction will always be necessary for you to improve and for you to grow. And I mean, you know, the, the elementary teacher in her classroom has got to correct and discipline. Why? So that knowledge can happen, so that relationships can be built, so there can be order. I mean, God is a God of order. And um, in a world we live in where it's all me-isms and individual-driven, I mean, it, it can get out of hand real quickly. You know, I think sure. of a piano. <clears throat> Like, if you're playing piano lessons, I mean, you have to have a teacher that is constantly correcting right. it's your discipline. It's your discipline to get better, but it's it's the teacher's correction to say, no, you should go over your thumb, or you should come under, and here's how you should reach that. Like, it's necessary to t- to grow, to become the full, best version that God has created us to be. What about yeah. you? I mean, why? I you, mean, know, um, you know, I think a lot of this has to do, and it's rooted...
0: When we think of his correction, how we relate to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a friend um, I know who's always watching, and she has trouble um, feeling like she's never good enough. Mm-hmm. Because every time you open the Bible, there's something expose something I'm never measuring up. So, mm-hmm. hi, glad you're with us again <laughs> today. But I think, I think what she's dealing with is what a lot of, lot of people deal with. It's not unusual. In other words, if we see God primarily as a judge who's sentencing, mm-hmm. we're always going to be, feel beat up. If we, right. if we always feel he's a cop pulling us over and writing mm-hmm. us up, if we see him mm-hmm. as this distant king who just has rules for us, right. but, you know, I'm, I'm plug for equip you, I'm just getting yeah. ready to film the fatherhood of God. Mm-hmm. If we realize he's this father who deeply loves us, right. he's this shepherd who mm-hmm. so wants to guide us, mm-hmm. then we see his commandments are never to rob us of anything. Right. It's only because he's crazy about us mm-hmm. that he's always has something better for us, right? Yeah, and he loves us so much, and he's shown that by the cross. And if he did that for us, mm-hmm. then nothing he's going to ask us to or command us is anything about robbing us of no. life. Right? It's only to grant us life. Right? Yep. And we have the more, and and, and that's why. For us who are fathers, Mm -hmm. I mean we've got to do our best to be good fathers, not making it difficult for our children to get to the Heavenly Father, right? So please, I hope that you'll struggle with this and you'll wrestle with it and know how much God so is crazy about you. That He loves you and has paid the price just Mm -hmm. to be with us in life. That's how good He is. Mm -hmm. So I hope you're encouraged today and bask in Psalm twenty-three. Yes and keep enjoying... Who God is—that He's for us, for us, and He's not against us at all, even in His discipline and correction.
1: Yep. So, yes. uh, November's coming this no- week, right? November's coming, so we're going to go from Psalm 23, Shepherd, to Revelation, yes, and a, a clear vision of the future where we're, we are. We're going to uh, walk through Revelation for the month of November. We're looking forward to it. Just so four weeks. We can't do the whole book. Yeah. But we'll right. just do a little glimpse. Well, actually, November we get five Sundays. In we November. get five Sundays. That's right. Sorry, <laughs> but anyhow so we hope you join us and, and if you're if you're comfortable in joining us in person just remind you we got Thursday at 7 and then Sunday morning at 8:30 uh, at 8 9:30 and 11 we'd love to to see you in person and just make sure you RSVP for that again thanks for hanging out with us today uh, peace of christ be with you have a great day